Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to a Friday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you and maybe you've even given someone the ick, who knows, because literally any tiny little ridiculous thing can cause it. So that's what we're going to talk about today, a few icks and then we'll move on to is it a red flag and then of course our Friday night reminder. All right, the first ick today says, he ate two kebabs in a row. You know what? I think I know him. I think he's two kebabs. Barry, who lives around the corner from me, he's famous around here for never being able to stop eating two kebabs in a row. In fact, he's been celebrated. There's a fucking picture of Barry in the local kebab shop window. So I actually think I know him, possibly. Eating two two kebabs in a row. I mean, if you're hungry, fine. It is a bit of an ick thing to do on a date, though, because there is something about two. Like, you could have had a kebab and then some chips or a dessert or something. Did it need to be two kebabs in a row? And I don't know, maybe this is just me and my brain, but I'm starting to imagine, like, Donna diarrhea. You know what I mean? Like, what happens if you do eat two kebabs, especially if you've got all the chilli sauce and the jalapenos and whatever, like... Sorry, me even saying that. That's the biggest ick about all of this, isn't it? That I've just said that and I might have to say it again and I don't want to. I'm not going to because I'm the ick here and I'm so sorry about that. But anyway, yeah, all right, I will accept that ick. Two kebabs in a row is excessive and just unnecessary. You know what? This next ick, it's mine. I actually put my own ick in here because I really wanted to share it with you. and. We're going to accept this ick because it's mine. There's nobody to challenge it. And I think you're all going to agree. So I went out on a date with a guy after recording my Kathy Burke episode of my podcast. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. And I said, oh, I've had Kathy Burke uh, in, in my podcast studio. And he was like, oh, who's Kathy Burke? And that was it. I I could not look him in his stupid little face anymore. Who's Kathy Burke? Not knowing who Kathy Burke is is such a big fucking ick to me. Like, who are you? Where have you been all your life? And then I started explaining, like, oh, do you not know about Kevin and Perry? Like, I, I, I just, I, he didn't know anything. He didn't know anything. I was like, look, look. I showed him an, like an iconic video of her on Instagram saying one of her iconic things. He didn't have a clue. And I just thought that you, we we cannot. We are not on the same level. He was like 38 years old. How do you not know who Kathy Burke is? Fuck you, man. Fuck your family. Fuck your mum. Fuck your hamster. Fuck all of you. Because 
that's unacceptable. I, I hated that one. I felt really upset. Like, I was so excited. Like, I've had Kathy Burke on my podcast, and he's like, who's Kathy Burke? Ah, oh, I hate you. Anyway, so we're accepting that ick because it's mine. All right, the next one says, he took a photo of my cat without my consent. If you're taking photos of anything, like if I was on a date, if a man came to my house and started taking photos of things, whatever they were, whether it was a, a, a living object, I do get that. Like, don't take a photo even of my of anything in my house, like without my consent, because where are you? Pl- what are you planning to do with that? Where are you planning to post that? And especially if my cat, like, why why do you need a picture of my cat? What are you gonna do with it, you weirdo? Like, it's just a cat. Go and Google other pictures of cats. And then that makes me think like, oh, well, maybe you might post my cat and be like, oh, I've met this really great cat. Like, I don't know. And what, are you making our relationship public with the cat? Did you even ask the cat for consent? No, that's the most important person's consent who you need. But if you're not asking the cat, then definitely ask the owner. But I can fully, this is such an it, because why have you got your phone out? Why are you doing it? Ah, why? So yeah, because I can't get over this. Why? That's where we know it's an acceptable ick. All right, the next one says he referred to his penis as his diddle. Oh, come on, mate. Grow up. Like, diddle. Why would you do that? I think he's got fantasies about, like, weird, like, you remember that podcast we had the other day with Vicky on? And she met a man who wanted to wear nappies and be mothered. I think this is it. Because there is no grown man who's not into like fantasies about being a tiny little child that is going to happily call his penis a diddle there's nothing more flaccid and pathetic sounding than a diddle and what in what context do you use it and does he always refer to it as a diddle is he like babe I'm gonna smash you up with my diddle or like yeah my diddle is hard as a rock let me diddle this twiddle into your fiddle you know nah can't have it gross we can't you can't have sexy talk with the word diddle in it no absolute ick he needs to find a new name he just needs to stop talking about it and put it away leave it alone and fucking i don't like him i definitely think vicky's story has had an impact on how i feel about this ick all right the next one says he did balloons aged 30. Balloons are now illegal. Nitrous oxide. I don't know if you've seen them little cans all over the place. They are this thing that you do. You you get this can. I don't really know how to explain it, but you put a balloon over it. You fill it with nitrous oxide and then you suck the balloon, a bit like doing a helium balloon. And then for like a minute, you get this strong, intense, incredible high, and then it just crashes down. And so people do like balloons over and over again. So you might see somebody, I've seen so many fucking Snapchats of men doing balloons with their mates in cars, like, (sighs) there's something really intense and fucking horrible about the noise and something so weird about seeing like four men in a car all sucking on balloons. And then getting really high for a minute and then just sucking on more balloons. It is so disgusting. I have many times had the ick when I've matched somebody on a dating app and then gone onto their Insta and suddenly seen a story of them doing balloons. And there is nothing worse than if they do it when they are driving. You should actually call the police. If you see somebody doing an Insta story of them driving about on balloons, call the fucking police. Because 
driving on that shit is just absolutely impossible. Full on ick. It's so dangerous. They literally can kill you off like one fucking second. So yeah, good ick. Very good. Support that one entirely. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, and now we're going to move on to is it a red flag? So if you're out in the dating world and you come across a situation that makes you go, oh, is this something I need to be aware of or worried about or do something about, then you can ask me, send it to me, ask me, is it a red flag? And I will tell you what I think. By the way, with all of this, if you want to send me an ick, is it a red flag, an agony aunt question, send it to at ask la 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 let me explain it's a different insta to my main one it's the one where you can send anything that you need to send all right so the first is it a red flag says he's 42 and never lived with a partner before and his longest relationship has been three years you know what no not just on what you've given me To establish whether something was a a red flag in terms of somebody not having previously been in a long-term relationship, you would need to really understand why. So there could be red flags that come off the back of that, you know? There could be red flags around being commitment shy or, you know, ruining relationships with his own personality or whatever. But on itself, 42, never lived with a partner and only had the longest relationship only being three years, isn't necessarily a red flag, especially in these post-COVID times. I think that, you know, if we're like, oh, it's a red flag that somebody hasn't been in a relationship, we're not really understanding what the fucking dating scene is like now and what it's been like really for about the last 10 years. You know, and if he was up to his 30s, you know, securing his career, traveling, fucking about, doing whatever it is that he wanted to do, and then was like, right, I'm ready for a relationship now. And then you're in this fucking dating climate, which is just absolute shit show, hell on earth. I don't even know how anyone even gets into relationships these days. Then no, it's not a red flag. It's just circumstances. The only red flag would be, as I said, if this was as a result of him saying, never lived with a partner because I'm fucking terrified of monogamy. I'm terrified of commitment. I always fuck it up after a while because I've got a terribly anxious attachment and I've never been to therapy, you know? So there might be a red flag behind it, but this on its own is not a red flag. The next one says, he said on his dating app profile that he's a vegan. His Insta is literally all vegan-based content. 
but he ate a bacon sandwich with butter and mayo on our date. Well, I think there's definitely some red flaggy shit going on here in terms of like, who is he and what is this character that he's creating on dating app profiles and Instagram, but that he's completely not living the life that he's claiming to live. I mean, the fact that it's so like on his dating app that it's like really vegan based content on his Insta, it's obviously like a big part of who he is, a big part of his character, something that he's really interested in, a hobby. And he's kind of like built his whole kind of sense of who he is around this, you know, like you've matched him. I'm assuming you might be vegan yourself and a vegan woman who's looking on the dating app profile is probably going to be attracted to a man like this who says he's vegan. And then if his Insta is literally all vegan-based content, you are going to be fucking shocked to see him eating a bacon sandwich with butter and mayo on a date. The first thing I want to be sure about is that you weren't at home, were you not at his house? Because it could have been like vegan bacon, vegan everything. But I'm assuming that it wasn't. I'm assuming you went out and that was his choice of food. But did you say anything? Did you challenge it? Because I would have said like, bro, like I wasn't expecting this. What's going on? But maybe you were like stunned into silence and didn't want to challenge or or question it. But it's definitely fucking weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's like going on a date with somebody whose whole content and whole dating app is like, I am a fundamentalist Christian. And then going on the date and then being like, I don't believe in God. You know what I mean? It's so contradictory and incongruent and it just doesn't make sense. So yeah, I I, I think it's a red flag. Not necessarily that he's like dangerous or going to harm anybody, but like, what the fuck is going on here? What is that about? What are the lies? Why are you trying to, I don't know, lure in vegan women when you're not actually vegan yourself? What do you think that that says about you? Is it a character? Is it something maybe sinister about that character he's created? I don't know. But yeah, I'd say this is red flaggy. All right, the next one says, he said on our first date, I've got dark energy, but I can hide it when I need to. When I pushed him on what that meant, he said he didn't want to talk about it. Oh, that this is a red flag for definite. He's announcing it on the first date. Why does he feel that you need to know that? And what is dark energy? Like, I don't think that that's something that you necessarily want to advertise. And I feel like if you are having dark energy, then go to therapy, like, Fix that. Sort that out. Don't like wear it as a badge of pride to scare people on your first dates. Because I think that's what he's trying to do, intimidate and scare you. I've got dark energy, but I don't want to talk about it. Like, are you just trying to come up for some like brooding, sexual, like, I don't know. Or or are you actually trying to say you're dangerous? And that's why it's such a big red flag. Because what are you, are you telling me you're dangerous on the fucking first date, but that you can hide it with fuck off? Like, nah. To, I don't care how hot he is, how much potential he seemed to have when you first met him. Somebody saying something like this is giving you a warning and you are in a great position at that point when you're not fucking invested at all to block, delete, move on and never try to find out what he meant. The problem with these ones is that quite often you can get roped him. Especially if you feel like you're that kind of fixer person who is a bit like, but I can heal your dark energy. You've been so honest with me. Or or even if you are a bit attracted to that dark energy, you know, like which some of us really can be. So you do have to be really fucking careful about not being like, oh, this is interesting and intriguing. And, you know, like, let me find out a bit more about it. Let me pursue this. I, I think it would be a bad idea. I think if somebody is coming out and telling you that on a first date, it's a fucking alarm. 
alarm bell. It is a warning. Heed them and fucking run. All right, so we are now on to our Friday night reminder. And for this Friday, I just want to remind you that you are enough. And that is it. And tell yourself that I'm enough. Often we don't feel like we're enough, especially when you are dating and you are going around in circles, constantly meeting people who never see you or value you. And it can happen in in not just dating. It can happen in friendships. It can happen in work. You know, sometimes you can feel really undervalued at work or that people in your team just don't get you or that you're not making connections with anyone. And sometimes you just get that sense of like, I'm just not enough and I wish I was more and I wish I could be better and do better and you you know those things are just all in our heads because you are absolutely enough and you have to remind yourself that there is nothing more that you could be or do you know and that just your existence in this world is so important we are all little cogs who help each other to turn and even if you feel like oh I'm not enough for this environment I can guarantee you there are people in this world for whom your presence is so incredibly vital and important even if it's just you being able to be there on the other end of a phone even if it's you being their mother or being somebody's best friend or being somebody who volunteers somewhere or being somebody who does a job that doesn't even feel to you that that's important but is important because it helps other people to do their jobs and earn money and whatever like you are a really important part of this ecosystem that we call life and you are supposed to be here and you are supposed to be exactly who you are and achieving exactly what you're achieving right now and just remember that you really are enough. And if you ever feel like you're not, then write down the three things about yourself that you know are great. And if that is hard for you to make that list, then then scrape the fucking barrel. Like I've got a really nice big toe on my left foot. Like it's actually really pretty. The one on the other foot is shit. But you know, sometimes I've been so fucking low in my life that I'm like, What can I think of that's great? Well, that beautiful big toe, you know? And do not fucking ever let the world make you feel like you don't fit in or that you're inadequate because you're exactly as you should be and you are helping the universe to move in all the ways that it should and you're fucking, you're doing fine. So that is it. That is another Friday done. Please share, like, subscribe, follow, listen as much as you can. All of that stuff is so incredibly important and helps me so much. Hopefully, I will see you on Monday for another exciting episode. Maybe not that exciting. I shouldn't sell it like that, should I? It might be dull. It won't be dull. Anyway, come back and find out what it is. I love you. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.